There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash press on and use code press on 25 at checkout for 25% off impress manicure and press on falsies. So what's the connection between Amanda Coogan, who's a performance artist who has also presented the Late Late Toy Show for television viewers using sign language and Beatrice Gubbins, who's the artist featured in this week's Work of the Week. To find out the answer to that little mystery, curator Michael Waldron. It was a couple of weeks ago we had the Midsummer Festival on in here. This was one of the venues. And Ode to Joy was one of the events that was taking place. So Ode to Joy was taking such a famous piece of music yeah. and sort of turning it on its head. Amanda Coogan with Dublin Theatre of the Deaf and Cork Deaf Choir yeah. collaborated on this project where it was a series of performances of Ode to Joy yeah. using Irish Sign Language. And it was extraordinary. It was held in our lecture theatre on the ground floor and Amanda conducted from the audience yeah. and then the choir also stood up within the audience. Oh, and the energy and the joy... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the expressiveness of Irish Sign Language came through. So it actually was so palpable, as if sound was a shape or a movement, (laughs) rather than something we experienced just through the ear. It was incredible, incredible. It was a bit of an eye-opener, wasn't it? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And people were really moved by it. Now, Amanda had a suggestion as well. She did. So the team here at Crawford were in discussions with her about the specifics of the performance and so on. And she asked if there were any deaf artists in our collection. And there are. There are a few of them. And she wondered if we might be able to display a painting at the same time, you know, just to make it a bit... extra special and so we selected a painting by Beatrice Gubbins who we've spoken about before a couple of years ago (laughs) I think we were all enchanted by the painting but also the fact that this woman who was deaf went out into the world and observed it and somehow communicated everything that we needed (laughs) and so Amanda suggested that she could create an Irish Sign Language resource. And so that's now on our website. She has given an audio, but also a sign interpretation of the painting and the artist's life. It's also text, so people can read it if they wish. So text, audio, and sign language to accompany this painting. Yeah, because we're actually standing right in front of the painting. Next to it is a QR code that people can use. Yeah. 
It's also on the website as well this week, isn't it? Exactly. The week. Yeah. yeah. So they can see Amanda telling a story, a story of the painting. Absolutely. And perhaps in a language that Beatrice Gubbins herself knew. <laughs> but she also spoke her own language, didn't she? A visual language, which yeah. is the language of a very accomplished painter. She was from Cork, but went out into the world, and it's extraordinary what she brought together on a canvas. Well, where's this postcard coming from? <laughs> well, <laughs> so, okay, the painting is from 1907. It's called Continental Street Scene. She's not giving the game away. She hasn't told us exactly where it is. But we can maybe see, you know, it's a narrow street and it is continental. The colouring... It's kind of like the little street just before Shandon. (laughs) (laughs) It's almost exactly like Shandon. (laughs) But but that, you know, that vista up a a long, narrow street that's slightly crowded with people and you see a church in the distance. There's a lovely play of light and shade here. We're still trying to figure out where it is, but I think that that church tower is going to tell us eventually. But it could be Spain, because she was there in 1906, and this is only a year later. It could be Portugal or Italy, maybe even the south of France. So we're still trying to identify it. But it, it has the sun, lots of sunlight, and it has lots of brightness reflected in the painting. It does. And it has lots of fruit and stalls and continental yeah. stuff. <laughs> it feels a bit Mediterranean, it does. doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. And there's a man on the right-hand side of the, the painting as he walks up the street. He's in these amazing turquoise blue trousers. I was going to say blue jeans. Yeah, blue <laughs> jeans, yeah. And, but his white shirt seems almost quite like a crop top. Yeah. As if he's wearing a cummerbund or yeah. if, he's, if he's going to a bullfight. I was going to say it, You know, that jacket. That it, they, it has that kind of matador look about exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. So, and he has a hat as well. So yeah. perhaps it's Spain. Yeah. Is it the south of Spain? Is it the north of Spain? It does transport us. Yeah. We need it because today is absolutely pocketing <laughs> down outside. <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely the opposite yeah. of the scene outside our doors. And I just think there's a sense of warmth about this painting, even in the, the shade, the shady portions, so where the buildings cast shadows across the street. You feel the heat yeah. and you actually feel, even here, the bustle the noise of the street. It's a busy looking street as well because there's a lot of little figures and they're all doing recognisable things, people talking to each other. Mm -hmm. Ladies, obviously, just on the street, you can see their scarves and their baskets and their their pinafores and all. And there's another guy there sitting next to whatever he's selling, his wares, just outside the, the corner house or corner shop. It's hard to tell. If it was a modern painting, I'd say he was looking at his mobile phone, but he isn't. (laughs) (laughs) And and maybe he's peeling an orange. He's peeling an orange, rolling a cigarette. (laughs) Exactly. He's just taking a little bit of a break. I think to experience this painting in person, when the light above catches, so the lights of the gallery catch Mm. the brushwork, there's a lot of energy and vigour in it. So some of the paint is quite thickly applied and you can see the brush work as if she has just put down her brush. And this is, what, 115 years old? Amazing. I I do my maths correctly. Yes, 1907. (laughs) 116 years. Yeah. It's so vibrant and still full of life. Beatrice was such an interesting woman. She was congenitally deaf, as were her four sisters, and they grew up at a place probably quite well known to people in Cork. 
Dunkettle House. <laughs> Probably more better known now for, for, for something around for the road nearest. nearby. <laughs> <laughs> but she grew up and lived most of her life in Dunkettle, mm-hmm. but travelled widely in Europe, in North Africa, and even the West Indies. So she did come from privilege, but she was a very fine painter. And we think that she actually first trained in this building, which is kind of oh, amazing to, again, to to tie an artist back to right here. I love it when it goes full circle from time to time. And she's been given a kind of a fitting spot at the moment. It's it's temporary because you're in between exhibitions, I suppose, because there's always an exhibition on this space here around the top of the stairs, isn't it? So on the main staircase, we've just started a changeover. So on the landing, you have Men of the South and some of the old rivals. But on the main staircase, we thought we might take a look at travel a little bit. And so there's Mary Swansea's Samoan scene. There's a painting by Mani Jellett. This by Beatrice Gubbins. And there are a few more to come. But we're just taking a little bit of time to put them up on display. But soon it'll all be done. As people were listening to us, they probably heard the footsteps of people coming up the stairs and coming down the stairs, all people travelling to and from the Crawford. But they can travel online and see this for themselves as well and be transported. If they can't get away, we'd be sending it to... We don't know, is it Portugal or is it Spain? You're backing Spain as... Very good. I bet. think we'll get we'll get listeners to identify this church for us. Yes. Okay. We'll answers on a <laughs> on a postcard. On a postcard, please. <laughs> <laughs> Come in and talk to Michael Waldron <laughs> here in the Crawford Gallery. Thank you. Thanks a million, Connor. <laughs>